and welcome to episode 107 of Below the Fold, where some of the best content is just a scroll away. Today's conversation is on SEO versus PPC. Let me throw down some introductions. We've got Nate Birch in the studio, SEO manager at MapArt Technologies. That's me. Brandon Hassler, founder and CEO of Market Campus. What's up, my man? And Paxton Gray, Director of Marketing Operations at 97th Floor. Hello. And I am your host, Jacob Perry. I am a Digital Marketing Manager at Myriad Genetics. We have a special episode today. Once a month, we try to get a guest in the studio. And today's guest is Brigham Dallas. Hey guys, good to be with you today. Let me give you just a quick bio. Uh, So he is the president of Dallas Media. Uh, He manages campaigns on Google, Bing, Facebook. He's Google certified and is ranked by Google in the 97th percentile for best practices and productivity amongst agencies. Currently, his clients he manages in sectors such as medical, diet, law, and e-commerce. Anyway, SEO versus PPC. I want to start off by giving Brigham uh, some time to kind of go through what he does, what what PPC is. I want to keep it kind of short so we can dive into the conversation. But we, the four of us, are more experienced with SEO, so I think it's really important that we have a PPC representative on the show. Why don't you just take us away, give us a little overview of what PPC is and why it's better than SEO. Okay, yeah, why it's better than SEO definitely will show you that I'm not saying you're going to be able to answer the question. I'm just asking you to attempt to answer the question. Please, Jacob. So uh, SEO, so there's SEO and and PPC are both part of the SEM, search engine marketing, uh, like, let's say, grouping or cloud. The PPC side of thing is a paid version. So if you go into Google, you're going to see 10 results of organic searches. There's links down the page. And then on the right-hand side and then at the top, you're going to see 10 ads as well. And people pay for those positionings to be at the top or on the sides. And with PPC, pay-per-click advertising, not pay-per-click, but pay-per-click, you're going to get a, you're going to pay every time somebody clicks on that on that post. So the question is, why would I not want to do it organically and just not, it's like free when I do it organically. Well, with PPC, we can drive a lot more traffic. We can drive it for a lot more keywords. And if the cost works out right compared to the profitability of the keyword, then you can scale this to a massively higher level than you could ever could with SEO. And so we take clients, and what we do is we say, how much are you making per conversion? And a conversion is very important here. It's, it's defined as either a lead or a sale on your website. How much are you making per conversion? What is your conversion rate? Defined as out of how many people come to your site, what percentage of those are actually converting? So is it 1 in 100, 1 in 50, 1 in 20? So if you had 20 clicks to the website, is you're going to get a conversion out of that. And then we take that conversion, and we say, how much is that worth to you compared to the cost associated with picking up that client? And so it's a very mathematical, it's very numbers don't lie, it's very an honest business that will tell you exactly uh, if a keyword or a set of keywords is scalable and profitable for you. That's PPC. So you say that it's an honest business. Are you saying that it's impossible for people who are working in PPC to be dishonest? Uh, not, not at all, Jacob, not at all. Uh, coming from this industry, we see uh, 
especially in the diet and the muscle industry, we've seen a lot of trial ads where people think they're just getting a free product and then they get put onto a rebuild of like, you know, 90 to $100, $180 a month, you know, based off of that. And it's all driven by PPC. Uh, we also see malware, which is when people will download, they think they're like on a search engine or something, um, but there's a cookie installed on their computer. And I actually, shame to say, I've run a lot of ads from this. Uh, on what's called malware. So, like, if you're on Google and you search for, we have a, a client doing uh, drug treatment, for example. Anytime the word drug or rehab center or alcohol is in any kind of text on there, that malware has actually put a link onto that text that goes to a client's ads. And it's dirt cheap. Um, they get, you know, they might spend $100 and get five calls that day. Is this is, something like 50 on red? Uh, yes. Traffic vans, 50 on red. Those are some of the bigger ones, yeah. And wait, I, wait, wait, wait. Can someone explain what 50 on red is? It's essentially that. It's yeah. malware that goes onto people's computer, and whenever that text appears in the computer, it has a link that, when clicked, goes yeah. to the person's site. And I've seen – I haven't done this myself, but I've seen the intricacies of a campaign of uh, on 50 on red, mm-hmm. and boy, does it work. And yeah. boy, is it cheap. It's cheap because no one knows about it, right? So is this on the honest side of the business? No, <laughs> well, no, definitely I, not. The, the viewer no. just sees it as an internal page link, right? He just sees it as an ad. So the viewer doesn't have any oh, it's idea. An ad. It's, not, it's not the text itself. It's the anchor text. The anchor text. I, you're exactly right. I, okay. I consider that an ad, but that's gotcha. an internal page gotcha. link. So yeah. they see it as nothing more than it could be an internal reference mm-hmm. to another resource. So they see it as kind of a, a trusted resource. I mean, that's Depending typically site, what an, yeah. Uh, yeah. An, an anchor text I mean, text it could literally be on Wikipedia. You know, and they have no idea, they have that, absolutely no idea that software on their computer is driving that. What action. are those companies used to get that software into the browser? A lot of times it's torrent sites. Okay. Yeah. So, so the same as a virus or Trojan. Yeah, it's something that says, hey, you've got a problem on your computer and like download this. A lot other times it's like you download a browser, you think you're downloading this is probably the main way. There's sites out there that pretend to be Chrome to download the Chrome browser and you download the Chrome browser. I've actually seen those. Yeah, and you get the, the malware on there as well. Interesting. This this seems kind of like the, like we're going way deep into this PPC <laughs> yeah. realm. But can I tell you like the difference? Like if we're looking at PPC for a drug treatment center, a drug treatment client. By the way, depending on what you're trying to sell on PPC, gives you a big range of how much you're going to pay per click on Google. So for instance, I know lawyers that are paying hundred and fifty dollars a click. So if you went onto your, if you want to like really make somebody upset, go onto your browser and type in like. Uh, business litigation attorney and then click on an ad on there you probably cost them 100 bucks drug treatment centers have a $30,000 conversion rate per client that they bring in right so the clicks on there are sometimes 20 to 40 dollars a click just to bring them to the website because they can afford it right so to me it seems like that's why SEO would be better than PPC in those high cost industries so i don't want to get to that point let me just finish this this okay. discussion about malware so Compared to like Google, you know, with the AdWords, this malware stuff that we're doing, clicks are costing 20 cents to 40 cents a click for that same click. And it's on a page that has like unrelated to like drug rehab from these these other searches. So that's driving leads at like ridiculously cheap amounts. So now to get back to your question, the idea is like, oh, yeah, we can get a free click on the drug treatment center from SEO. Well, the problem is SEO, like these, these companies know what it takes to get an, a, an organic ranking, right? And so first off, SEO agencies, you have to hire an SEO agency to get that rank to the top. You just can't do it yourself these days. Like you can't build yourself into number one for a drug treatment center. It, it's just impossible. 
You need an agency with connections to blogs. So in order to do that, you're spending a lot of money already. And those agencies know how much to charge. They're going to charge you different if you're a lawyer, a doctor, or a mom-and-pop shop selling shirts. So they're going to charge you more money already, and then you aren't even guaranteed to rank that high. With PPC, back to Jacob's question, it's an honest business. And it's honest because the numbers cannot lie to you. You know exactly what you're spending on that click, and you know exactly what a conversion's worth. Okay, so if I were to ask you in one sentence why PPC is better than SEO, what would it be? That is... You can have two sentences if you want. <laughs> but if it's an honest business, you should be able to answer that question. Yeah. The reason it's better is, let's say, twofold. Scalability, in that you can have 1,000, 10,000 keywords that you're all targeting at once and be instantly at the top of Google. And two is because of the analytics that are driving these conversions are so precise that you know exactly how much money you're making on a certain keyboard to determine profitability. Great. So at one point you said that PPC offers you the opportunity to have more traffic yeah. than SEO. I want to I want to bring up a statistic that I read last night. Sure. I, I want to specifically talk about the search engine result page on Google. Right? Okay. Let's so you have yeah the SERP. So you have you have the ads at the top and on the side, and then you have the organic results right. underneath. And when someone types in a keyword, they either have the option to click on an ad or they have the option to click on the organic. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing that I was reading was that organic results, this, this comes from a, a Moz article, organic results make up eight and a half times more of, uh, you, they're eight and a half times more likely to click on an organic result than on an ad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look at that fatigue. Ad fatigue, right? So people are trained, and especially now that Google marks them, they're it says ad. They're yeah, labeled, they're, yeah, they're labeled with an ad with over eight times the likelihood that someone's going to click on the organic side, which comes from the SEO portion of things. Why would somebody who's deciding whether or not to go the SEO route or the PPC route understand if someone's eight and a half times more likely to click on my organic link than on my ad, why would I go, why would I go the PPC route? This goes back to the same question of profitability. <clears throat> we can look at a certain keyword. Let's, let's, take an, let's actually have an example here, right? Motorcycle helmets is one of my favorite because of all the robust types of ads that are on there, right? So if you type in motorcycle helmet into Google, hope you guys are doing that maybe at home or something, you're going to see these picture-based ads called Google Shopping. They're going to show up on that page. And then also, you're going to have those regular 10 ads on, on the top as well. But those picture ads give a lot more data than, say, a normal like link on a website. It's something that you don't know that much about just by words. So, I mean, you can, and then your, your argument here is very narrow-minded because you're assuming that we're looking at one keyword. And that is the biggest difference between PPC and SEO is that with a PPC campaign, I, can, I have campaigns that literally have 10,000 keywords in them. Uh, we're all targeting. See, I, and I, I disagree because so we, we have we have pieces of content that are targeting 750 keywords. How many of those are you actually ranking on the top page for? We can see how many, and 750 are ranking on the top page. One piece of content, 750 words on the top page. One piece of content. One piece of content. Is this like on Huffington Post or no. what do you what do you got here? Well, I don't. I probably won't. I won't reveal like exact the, the client. clients and stuff. But well, let me ask you this: like a, a typical client, how many keywords do you usually embark to take on for that client? See, and the way we work, we don't work on by keyword. We work on by results. So it could be we take on we're working on fifteen keywords, or it could be we're we're working on 
500 keywords. Typical, it really typical client. It, there's not a typical client because it just depends on what they want. Yeah. So what we do is we do keyword research on tens of thousands of keywords, find segments, big segments of keywords that yeah, all exactly. related to one topic, right. build out a piece of content better than anyone has ever built, yeah. and then instantly we're on the first page for all those all those words. And that, I'm sure, all that traffic is going to be much less expensive than for PPC. Much less expensive for that traffic. Right. How much of that traffic, though, because in PPC we have what's called bywords and just random words. Like, you know, I used to, I used to own the number one fishing worm salesman company in the U.S. We sold millions of key, uh, fishing worms. People would come on there and they would type the difference between, um, like, how to compost. Nobody's going to buy fishing worms from the word how to compost, but they found me that way. Uh-huh. But the word fishing worm was a very profitable keyword for me during that time period. You see what I'm saying? So how much, yeah. how much of that traffic can you really boil down into actual buy words? Well, it depends if you're looking for instant conversions or building a brand and building conversions over the long term. Right. Um, this particular client that I'm referring to with the 750 keywords, they're a long-term buy. So people don't go to their site and buy their product. Yeah. People are, it's more like a, like a, a car, for example. You know, people don't go and buy a car online typically. Yeah. They'll do lots of research. They'll right. hear, they'll hear ads for years. And then finally, when it's time to make a decision, mm-hmm. it's usually who's ever been able to grab their ear the most during those mm-hmm. past five years is going to win the most attention when it, when it comes to making that decision. So True. Um, well, in think, this particular instance, it doesn't really matter if those keywords bring in a, a buy at the very beginning because it will later on. I think that's one of the main advantages of PPC. You're not going across the entire buyer's journey. You're just focused on the intent to buy. Sure. Yeah. For example, for, for SEO, you can go for everything. You want awareness. You want decision. You want discovery. You want every single point that gets the person whatever they're searching for at whatever stage they are, to see your brand, to see your products that you have to offer. But, for example, with SEO work, you're not going to, you're not going to hope that someone comes on immediately going and is going to buy. It doesn't happen that way. With PPC, you have the advantage. Sometimes it does, yes, I'll grant that. But with PPC, you have the advantage of if they're looking for a part number. That's, that's obvious, that they have intent to buy. If they're looking at this versus this, yeah, you can do the same thing for SEO, though. But SEO has the advantage of going more for the top of the funnel. It is no. awareness. No, it doesn't. Sure it does. P- SEO has the advantage of with one campaign, I can go after bottom of funnel and top of but funnel and problem. middle of funnel. Here's the problem. If you PPC build has the disadvantage of I need to pick where I'm going to be for this particular that campaign. that allows you to hone in to, onto the exact problems that your buyer has. When you have, for example, if you have a huge piece of content and – at the end of the day, every single one of the pieces that you create for your, your organic content, it's to the buy this now, you're going to drop people off. You're gonna yeah, but why would you do that? That's my point. My point is that SEO doesn't allow you to do that. If yeah. you're going for just the awareness, you can't but throw in the But with SEO, you can time. do content that converts, content that informs, content that builds brand awareness, all within one campaign, and they all work to build on each other increasing overall domain authority, increasing ranking for each other. What I'm saying is that one small point of the organic, you can more easily fine-tune with PPC to drive that. At a greater cost. Yeah, at, at a greater cost, you might say it. But also, think of it this way. Like, you can put, build up something like, so for motorcycle helmets, you can build onto the first page for motorcycle helmets. And if you did that, your cost per click for a PPC campaign is going to be cut by, like, 75%. 
it, wait, sorry, say that again. Yeah, so if you're on the first page of Google already, oh, right. for an organic search, your cost per click on Because your quality score goes up. Your quality score goes way higher. Yeah, and you're already ranking at the top for a, a really good landing page for that. And so you have two, now you have two links on that page. Actually, Further on, emphasizing I, I, the I, need for SEO. That's, yeah, actually, that's where I wanted to go. <laughs> We're talking quality score. Tell us what the factors are that go into a quality score. So What is a quality score? First of all, a quality score times the bidding cost that you're willing to pick is what determines your ad rank on Google. So if you want to be number one, you have to have the highest quality score times. Number one score. meaning one out of the three is that it, are available at the top. Yeah. And is it actually times, like mathematically yeah. it's multiplied? So what they do is they come up with a number for ad rank. So let's say like, you know, basic example, we have two different sites. And site one is selling uh, ballerina tutus and site two is selling motorcycle helmets. And you know, site, the ballerina tutus are, will, are willing to pay $1,000 per click to get to the top. But we know from experience that people actually look and read ads and don't just click blindly. And so it's never going to be bid on, right, because the landing page is so bad. So what they do is they times that bid by a number called the quality score, which is a factor of three things. It's a factor of your, your, your relevance of the ad itself. Relevant to what? The landing page? To the keyword. The keyword. Oh, the keyword. Yeah. Relevant to the so keyword. Motor, motorcycle helmet. So it's, it's called the click-through rate is what we, we, we use for that. The landing page experience itself and the behavior, like, so the relevance of that page, because Google sees, like, organic, they're very good at ranking a site high. They're good the same thing with with the actual content of a PPC ad as well. So they, they take that in fact. So if you don't have a good SEO strategy, does your quality score go down? If you, No. It has nothing. It has nothing to do with your SEO but strategy. But I think the same elements that dictate quality exactly. of a page are the same things that help improve SEO. So yes. whether or not that keyword appears in your title tag, yeah. your H one. So if you're tag, doing good SEO, you're going to have good, better quality score. You're going to have better generally. quality score. For well, those usually these landing pages are not indexed, right? Yes and no. I mean, it depends. Like a lot of times, we'll throw up landing pages very quickly. To uh, and, and that's another thing about a strategy for PPC is that we throw up a lot of landing pages to help us like you know, be relevant to that certain keyword. Right. And I think that's a huge advantage of PPC is the ability to have a de-indexed page, which you can do A-B testing on to increase conversions. Yeah. And you can learn about the behavior of the person. Right. And so one thing I wanted to bring up, you know, in terms of SEO, how long does it take? And I know you said instantly, but let's like be real here, guys. Like how long does it take to get, if you have a client, are you going to tell him, yeah, we're going to get you up instantly on the first page of Google for your terms? Is that what you're going to say to him? Well, to clarify, I said instantly. I meant I was referring to that huge group of keywords. Yeah. Yeah, we can instantly get, almost instantly get to the top of the page because you're nobody's going after those. Type of thing. If no. You're, if you're doing reporting, the day that you've published it, you're not going to be ranking. What's the I'm talking like that? a week. We could be ranking. But these are keywords that are long-tail keywords that are not super high... Uh, competition, right? Where PPC keywords are generally competitive because you're paying for it, right? You're paying well, for what I'm talking about here, when I said instantly, I was just referring to those keywords. Yeah. Now, when we're talking about high, con- like yeah. high competition keywords, time. those we can still get to the first page, but they take more time. How long? It depends on the on the keyword. It's completely it could on be it could be a month. It could be. Let's six talk months. about competitive keywords. What would you say? I, I, a long, long time. I mean, you're talking like uh, men's also, running shoes. Yeah. Competitive. I mean, months, you're competing against Amazon. Well, that's the thing. Nike, if you are Amazon, started. yeah, it's a yeah. different yeah. situation. It's, that's why it, it differs because your website's authority and I mean, yeah. there are so many factors that don't go into that. You know, we use these examples of Amazon or eBay or whatever, but if yeah. they have come out with a new line of shoes, boom, they're right there. They're right there. They're they have top, the yeah. authority. They have. They have. They have the resources. 
But I'm glad you brought up time because that that's, I think, one of the biggest things that comes up when we talk SEO versus PPC because for the most part, in most instances, it's going to take a long time yeah. to, to rank for these specific right. keywords. Mm-hmm. And the counter to that is not necessarily, well, because it takes more time, we better not do it. Yeah. It's organic traffic is way better and way more qualified yeah. than anything you can do with paid. And, and not just paid, but referral, direct, anything. Organic traffic is by far superior to any other type of, of traffic. Does anyone here disagree with that? Maybe I, I do have I a. I do think I disagree with that. Because paid on search, those people just search for the same thing that they search when they would have clicked yeah. organic. So That's true. But according the to people. the statistics, you have an 87% chance that they're not even going to look at your ad. Right. But my point is... The it, yes, they might click the organic result more, but the, as far as the quality of the traffic goes, it's the how does same that not, people. How does that how does that not get uh, put into the same thing? Eighty seven percent of people who type in this keyword, how, how is that? Fa- how does that not factor into the quality of the traffic? Because quality means how likely that traffic is to convert it's or convert. do what you want. Not necessarily. It That's could, what it could mean. How likely they are to come to your site? I don't do think you, so. Yeah. Yeah. It, how, what do you mean no? I mean, that's what a quali- me, quality. What, what's the definition of quality? To me, the definition of quality is if people come to my site and do what I want them to do, that is a quality visitor. Okay, so if the likelihood do, of them coming to your site does not factor into the quality portion of that would That would be traffic, the quantity. Not necess- it is part of the quantity as well. You're going to get way more, but way more of the good traffic. Sure, but I think that, yes, okay, you will get more of the good traffic when you do SEO. You will get less of the good traffic when you do PPC. False. When you rank number, if you're ranking number one and you have a number one ad spend, you'll get more traffic, traffic, organic traffic. You're going to get more quantity of traffic from from an organic ranking. That is for sure, for that keyword. But because of the robustness and the total number of keywords that you can target on PPC, you can bring in and drive a lot more traffic. And keep in mind, guys, we have been very microscopic with our definition of PPC in terms that it only relates to search. But PPC is not just search. And I would argue that mm-hmm. the majority of traffic does not come from search engines. It comes from display. Uh, interesting. I, I want to, unless someone wants to talk about that, I want to talk about cost. Because cost is one of the biggest. Cost is a big factor for it's business a huge. Owners. It's a huge factor. And, and we're talking uh, SEO versus PPC. Yeah. Obviously, if you have the resources, do both. Right? Do both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but, but tons of people don't have that option. Right? One of the questions I have is if you have a limited budget, which I assume yeah. a majority of people do, right. they have the question, where do, I, where do I put my money? Do I put it into hiring an SEO guy and maybe take a little bit more time, but yeah. it's more long-lasting? Because PPC, the exact moment mm-hmm. that you stop putting money into it is it the exact gone. moment that you stop it's getting gone. traffic. So when it comes to cost, yeah. okay, we're talking cost, what, what, what are, what's everybody's thoughts on where you put your spend? Can I give some real-life examples on Please. this? Uh, I own a business called Sugar Me Wax. It's a waxing salon down in, uh, down in uh, Phoenix. And we do Brazilian waxes, okay? And so I looked at all the keywords for Brazilian waxes, Brazilian wax male, Brazilian wax female, uh, male Brazilians. And these are different keywords, even though they're the same thing. They just switch the words. That's a different keyword, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that needs to be said. Um, bikini wax, wax salon, all of these other keywords, I took all of them. And before I started an SEO campaign, which I did start because of the reasons we've talked about, I went on to PPC, 
I put up what I established as a conversion, somebody getting to my booking page because they could call or they could, you know, they could actually come to the booking page. And I took all those keywords and I found out how many impressions I'm getting from each of those keywords and how much conversion I am getting from those keywords. And what I found was that the word Brazilian wax outranked every other keyword four times over than anything else. And so when I started my my SEO campaign, I was so laser focused on it. I went to the company that I'm working with and I said, look, I want you to rank Brazilian Wax Phoenix and Brazilian Wax Scottsdale. That's it. That's all I care about. Because I know if I'm number one for that, I'm going to get 99% of the traffic out on the, on the websites. And now these people don't have to spend six months trying to rank 20 different terms, 30 different terms, and then hopefully I'll get you know ranked on number one for bikini wax, but that's not actually my term. I was able to use, and I would recommend this to anyone out in the audience, I, would be able, I was able to use PPC to determine what are the most profitable and the most relative terms to my keywords with, with, for SEO. So I use PPC to drive my SEO traffic and my analytics for SEO. So is oh, that, I, love is, the, is I that, love that approach. Is, is that really necessary? I mean, there are methods that we use in SEO to find out our own But those keywords. are all estimates. You're only estimates. using estimates based off of someone else's and Honestly, not Google's estimates. You're not real numbers with, I put a couple hundred to a couple thousand into this campaign to determine that for my instance, for my audience, and for my local. This is, this is the winning one. So therefore, I can now dump a lot more money into organic yeah. simply Precisely. because I know that 98% of my advantage, playing the 80-20 rule, most of my advantage is going to come from that small 20%. Precisely the same thing that 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 is that would make your profitability of SEO so much higher is if you could just play that role right there. Yeah. I think doing PPC, even if it's temporarily, just to learn what's going on, I think yeah. is super valuable. Right. Um, we're getting close. Uh, I have some questions I want to ask you. Um, two, two questions, actually, because. Nice and Florida has been doing PPC now for um, almost a, almost a year. Right. Um, we started a PPC department, so I've been I've had a chance to learn more about how it works and, and things. So I'm curious into some of the 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 inner workings of, of PPC. Sure. Two questions. One is how do you do your keyword research? There's right. a billion ways to do keyword research. I, sure. I want to know how you do your keyword research, mm-hmm. and then I want to know uh, and I can repeat this up once you're done, just in case you need to revisit it. But what's the difference between Someone who's good at PPC and someone who's bad. Because to me, yeah. the fact that it's driven by numbers makes it seem like almost a computer could do it. Yeah. So if a computer can do it, anybody can do it. As long as they get how the system works, right. you know, what's the difference between someone who's good and bad? So uh, the first is keyword research and then the difference between good and bad. Keyword research is a big part of what I do. So I use only Google for keyword research. There are companies out there, Keyword Spy, there's Spy Tools with Raven, some of the other things that will tell you a lot of best keywords, best practices, best analytics. They take things like how much people have spent, their click-through rates. There's a lot of things that they say is like their best keywords, but I've been in the industry long enough to know that that's all just bogus. I mean, really, what it comes down to is Google has a tool called Keyword Tool. You go on there and you type... Keyword Planner. Keyword Planner, Keyword Tool. You go on there and you just put in the website of the person that you have, a bunch of keywords come up. That's how I start. Mm-hmm. And then I go on there and I pick the best keywords and I take that and I go back to that keyword planner and I tape, I type those keywords exactly in and it brings up another group. And I bring up probably like 2,000 keywords and then I take it from there. I segment them into individual groupings and then I just start slicing and dicing until I get to what I think is the most profitable. 
I'll come up with maybe, let's say, 10 campaigns. I'll take mm-hmm. it to the client and say, here's 10 different groupings of campaigns. They're all organized by, you know, bikini wax, Brazilian wax, male Brazilian, you know, and yeah. we, we segment them that way. And I say, what do you think is going to be the most profitable? And then I start with that. So just a follow-up question on that. I kind of have the theory or the belief a little bit that Google you're the one who's paying, you're paying them the money, right? Right. So if they're providing you the information on what you need to bid on, they're going to want to encourage you to bid on keywords that other people are bidding on and kind of discourage you from bidding on keywords that are very low competition but that might be very profitable because they're going to end up making less money. My thought on that is that, like, the keyword groupings that they have are very, they're very robust. They they really do do a good job of, like, pulling in even keywords that might fit that category. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that was ever has ever been a concern of mine. Okay. Um, so can you tell me a little bit dif- difference between someone who's really good at PPC yeah. versus someone who's not? I've taken on a lot of campaigns. I mean, I've ran tons and tons of campaigns in my life, and I can tell you, I look at a lot of agencies. Like, my agency was ranked 97 percentile amongst agencies. It's not just people doing PPC. Uh, Google came out with, like, a study based off best practices, and they ranked us at the top. And the reason for that is because of the way, one, I structure my campaign. Structure is a big thing, guys. When you do your own campaigns at home, you have phrase and exact match, and then you have broad match. Make sure you figure out what you're actually targeting, and don't spend all your money on broad match if you don't need to. I mean, be precise. That's the whole point of PPC. Hit the phrase match. The use of the extended features of Google, people don't know anything about. Even Google advertisers don't know a lot about. And I would say if you guys are referencing this at home, Google comes out with a podcast on YouTube. I mean, I guess it's not a podcast, but like a YouTube seminar, webinar, every week. And they talk about new features on AdWords that come out. So last week, one thing that just came out was GSP, the Google service provider. They're now doing ads on emails. If you go to gmail.com, you'll see a promotions tab. And this just came out to the public. It was, it's been in beta for about a year now. We've been testing it. A lot of even good PPC guys don't have a full arsenal because they don't use everything that Google has out there. And it's not easy to find. You have to actually, like, look for it. So the difference I, I know is that. And then the second difference that just blows my mind is that this is probably the most single important thing about PPC. You cannot do PPC without understanding conversions. You cannot do it if you're not tracking conversions. Google now has the ability to track calls from your website to like that came in through Google AdWords. Isn't that crazy? Like not just Google ads, but when people come to your website, they can track who have called your business based off a tracking link that we can now set up. So the robustness of the conversion tracking is incredible and it has to be used in order to fully optimize a campaign. And I think that separates the majority of, of PPC managers from others. Those that keep up to date on the newest and greatest yeah. offerings. And that use Google all the tools. Has. Because those so new it's tools basically are the same. Secret. They're cheaper. Same as an SEO. The, the highest quality SEO are the people who keep up to date. If they're behind, then... They get run over. They yeah. get run over. Yeah. So we're actually out of time. We're going to uh, step into last word, where each person gets 60 seconds of un- uninterrupted time to give whatever last thoughts that they want. Uh, I'm going to start. Uh, I, I'm kind of a staunch SEO fan. I, I don't... I don't know a ton about PPC. I know that it's important enough to pay for it. I actually pay Brigham to do our PPC. So it's not, I, I love this argument because it's always, there's so there's such polar opposites that uh, you can really get a good discussion. A couple things that I have written down here 
longevity, if you're looking for longevity and, in my opinion, higher quality, uh, you go the SEO route. It's, it takes a little bit more time. I will say this about PPC, and I have two notes here as far as uh, using PPC. If you're limited on resources and you can't maintain a long-term PPC campaign, I think at the very beginning, and this was mentioned a little bit earlier, if you use PPC at the very beginning, even if it's a month or two months with your limited resources, to narrow down the conversion rates for whatever keywords you're targeting to find out which keywords are the best and then you transition with that keyword research, almost using PPC as a keyword research tool to decide which ones will get you the highest conversion rates and then you switch over to SEO. If, if, if that's your problem that you can't do both and you have to do one after the other, I love the idea of using PPC to hone in on the keywords that will get, uh, get you the most bang for your buck. And then transition that into an SEO strategy. Let's move on to Paxton. So I think PPC is super valuable and I think my eyes are kind of being open to that area. It's funny, Jacob said we're polar opposites, but I think actually what it is is PPC and SEO are one of those things that are so alike and yet just different enough to create conflict a lot of times between PPC and SEO. But just for the research and data alone, I think PPC is an essential part of any digital marketing campaign. Brandon? So really enlightening discussion, obviously. Uh, one of the, I think, biggest misconceptions that people have, particularly marketers, SEOs, have about PPC is that it's a job anyone can do because it's, it's as simple as, you know, enter in my budget and then, you know, calculate my conversions and, well, I could just hire a guy to do that or I could do that myself. Um, and I had a similar mindset when I was very heavy into SEO. However, I mean, Market Campus specifically has made, I've been forced to really learn a ton about PPC, how ad rank is calculated, uh, how the quality score. And you really, like, if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to be spending a ton. Like, there's people who spend 400% more than the, than the suggested bid because they don't know what they're doing. And the guys who are really good look at that suggested bid and know, oh, I can get it cheaper than that because... I know how to optimize. Just like marketer, I think people think that about SEO. It's like, ah, anyone can do it. Adjust the keywords, whatever. And if you don't know what you're going to do, it's going to suck. So, and it's interesting. Like, if I knew, I look at Market Campus, $2,800 for tuition. If I knew that I could put in $200 a month in AdWords and I, and I would get one sale, I'd go out to the bank the next day, get a $500,000 loan, put it all in PPC, and just, and I probably wouldn't even do SEO if that was the case. I'm sure it's more competitive than that but that's what i love about ppc is it's really i don't think it i don't think you should be doing just seo just ppc obviously we agree you need to do them both but uh, there's a lot of power in ppc especially for like little niches like what brigham found with like the waxing like there's so many fun areas that you can just get that instant result that for impatient people that don't like the seo ppc is a great alternative thank you nate Oh, I completely agree. I think when you have the ability to start with PPC as your call it your your research tool for SEO, you have a huge, huge leg up against your competition, and honestly, just to start out. And I, I, I do understand the hesitation with once you turn PPC off, you don't have results anymore. But at the same time, why would you turn it off if it's profitable? Awesome. So Brigham, as our guest, will give you the opportunity to have the last, last word. Thanks, guys. Uh, it's been a pleasure being with you guys today. I'm going to say this. If you're, gonna, if you're looking to do your own PPC at home and you're like going to get that set up, you could spend a lot of money and make a lot of failures like right off the bat. 
when you set up a campaign, Google automatically puts on display network and search uh, for campaigns, which will spend a ton of your money wastefully. So I mean, just starting out like that, I'd say before you go live, this is probably my final take on this, before you go live, talk to somebody who knows what they're doing and just have them look at your campaign and just see if it's a good campaign or not. You know, you can actually, I'm going to give you guys my email address. If you have any questions or want any, like, help with something, feel free to give me an email. It's brighamdallas at gmail.com. Brigham is B-R-I-G-H-A-M. And then Dallas, like Texas, brighamdallas at gmail.com. I'm happy to give you guys some advice or point you guys in the right direction. Also, the last thing uh, I'd like to mention is nobody said anything when he mentioned male Brazilian waxes. <laughs> uh, I was thinking things. You were thinking things. Just That's thinking scary. painful. Who would actually sign up? But apparently there's, a, I've never done that. there's an sure audience out there. More painful for males than it is for females. But. <laughs> I disagree on that one. Really? Oh, my gosh. Like, waxing your scrotum? <laughs> oh, okay. Think about that. And, All right. And uh, we'll end there. Sure Remember, you can, you can always go to belowthefold.io for uh, the written-up blog post for each episode. We put uh, all references or... Um, mentions of external resources we'll we'll have uh, Brigham's information on there if you have questions about PPC and just remember it's belowthefold.io <laughs>